welcome to Black Country Radio, Episode 1. Hello, I'm Cheryl from The Observatory. This is Mark from Uchikaji. Black Kaji Radio is a spin-off from Black Kaji, which is a series of gigs and presentations by Uchikaji and The Observatory. Um, we started out doing shows at The Observatory Studio, The Black Axis, and we also started doing um, special events at other venues, including the Art Science Museum, the substation, um, a special uh, performance for State of Motion Festival. So when the pandemic hit, we actually thought of an idea, the Black Kaji Radio, because we still wanted to feature unreleased and new work from musicians locally and regionally. So just to introduce, the Black Kaji Radio is a series with four segments, and the first segment is the Black Box Unreleased Work. So the first track that actually we opened Black Kaji Radio was something called Don't Stutter by Urgent Matter. Urgent Matter is a garage punk band from Singapore uh, comprising of 1G, Bud and Wall. The next track that you hear is titled 2020 and it's from Singapore's 90s electronic music pioneer George Tra. Thank you. 
That was a solo work recorded by bass player, vocalist and composer Guru Mo during her residency at Headlands Centre for the Arts California in 2018. And the next track will be something by Circuit Trip. Circuit Trip is also, sometimes he goes by the name Mantraj. And um, he has been do, taking on a different, slightly different approach towards his music. It used to be filled with blistering noise. But you'll find that the next track, um, Imminent Contact, is something that it's more along the the, the vein of um, dark ambient music.
We've come to segment two of Black Country Radio. This is something we call Unpacking the Packing Conversations. And I'm going to ask the Nick, another member of Observatory, Dharma, to tell us a bit more about the conversations that we're about to hear. Hello. For this section, we have a conversation between Kasimin, who is from Gabba Modus Operandi, and Dewa Alit, who is a Balinese composer. I first met Dewa Alit in 2013, while the observatory was doing research on Gamilan for what eventually became our album Continuum. As for Kasimin, Gabba Modus Operandi played at Black Kaji Extra Nusa Sonic in 2019 at the substation. We decided to pair these two musicians because they both explore Indonesian musical culture in their own works and not limiting it to traditional or commercial context. And they also happen to be based in Bali. Hello, this is Kasimin uh, from Gabur Modus Operandi with Dewa Alit and I'm going to refer him as Bli Dewa Alit because Bli is like an older brother. It's like, it's a good way to saying it. Uh, this, recorded uh, this recording happens in Ubud Pengosekan village in Ubud. So we got invited to talk about how our compositional compositional methods between me in Gaber Modus Operandi and Dewa Alit in Dewa Alit Salukat. So I'm gonna start maybe from the stupid one, which is Gaber Modus Operandi. The compositional method is actually really simple. Uh, we just want to make a, a club or a dance floor as a as a place that people really feel comfy and home, that for so long we feel it's not there anymore, and anymore that the body moving like really, really sterile, and then uh, the way they approach the music or even the sounds feels that it's 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 not belong or it's not a calling for us for our body. So that's why me and Ichan kind of. Uh, first compositional method is just as simple as how to make sounds come directly from our home that hopefully trigger the move, the dance that feels like home. Things like dangdut, any other traditional that we don't want to make it like a, a traditional things, but at least you know the certain move that only uh, Southeast Asian have. You know, all these like weird, they don't have a boundaries between uh, female or male, how to dance about it. And it's kind of reflecting to our production that first thing we do is like start to convert everything into pelok and slendro. Uh, this is the old scale from Indonesia that actually spread across Southeast Asia, but we call it pelok and slendro. It's really simple. It's just like filtering the MIDI in Ableton that only play like five notes and just we repeat and we put synthesizer and huge kicks and all the dance-oriented music into this and then somehow, stupidly and magically, it becomes kind of feels like home because uh, we don't know, it's just pure experiment that it's end up like uh, some people uh, doing the dance like like, like crazy, like, like uh, last gig that we have, like some people got possessed, which is amazing. So the next, uh, I'm gonna ask Dewa Alit how his compositional methods, especially when the last release, because you know Dewa Alit is pretty obscure. He's he got like really amazing name, but his present is a bit obscure. So with the latest uh, release from uh, a gamelan salukat called Genetic, and uh, the other one coming home, uh, Salju. Salju, I would love to ask. Uh, Dewa Alit, how, how his compositional methods 
uh, works uh, in in gamelan how he he composed the thing how he added new life to the gamelan game that most people know is pretty strict and pretty uh, orthodox yeah thank you for your question 15 years ago when i composed uh, i using uh, balinese symbol uh, from uh, the sacred uh, language um, and most of my piece i compose without writing down or without uh, uh, notation so there's no notation and, in your yeah, pieces yeah i just you know compose in my head and go through to the musician and teach them and i think this is normal in in bali in Malaysia gamelan which is uh, the composer have to teach them uh, a piece with uh, uh, directly with the musician but uh, today i always writing down first and you know get idea uh, even because I not just read uh, think a peaceful uh, gamelan today, also with uh, a peaceful Western instrument. Mm. Sometimes I have to read down in Western score uh, because that that how they work, how they read the the, the, the music. Yeah. First of all, even now I compose with other in, instrument, not just gamelan. I think uh, my uh, perspective about gamelan is is changing now. It's not just uh, in a traditional perspective, which is this is my uh, my uh, like my, my my goal, you know. When I was young, I always want to to become more open to the audience, to the people. I want just not government not just in the traditional context. It's but more than that. Um, and then I start compose with different uh, uh, system. I just uh, move myself up. And now I uh, when I compose, I mix. Sometimes with my style first, like writing down with uh, symbol, and then uh, put other instrument like Western instrument. I translate to uh, Western symbol, like using uh, software like Sibelius, for example. Okay. Yeah. Well, so even there is an old uh, teaching in gamelan with this. I'm not really sure, but with the dang dong ngeng. So. Mostly people using, oh, you should play Dong Deng Gin or something like that, right? Yeah. Before? Uh -huh. uh, yeah, uh, in traditional context, or let's say before 15 years ago, like I said, uh, uh, that is how I teach the group, like Deng Dong Deng Dong Deng, right? But today, not anymore, because I retune my instrument. I not just uh, compose for uh, traditional gamelan, but I uh, uh, make a, a new kind of gamelan. I call it gamelan solo cut today. Yeah. Because to me, this is like uh, the experimental gamelan, which is, I cannot say anymore, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Uh, so that's a problem. That's a problem. And, but I think this problem is how the music move, how the music changing, because of this problem. And everybody not learn about, you know, what is the sound? So before they say ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, or even I, I uh, teach them like that way. But today, because me myself, I can't say ding dong ding dong anymore. Or them. that's uh, we we it's order find the way how to learn. Uh, how I teach my idea, and how to learn my idea. Uh, my piece, most of my piece, uh, is come from the root, strong root from uh, Balinese music. And uh, uh, I uh, create in the new perspective from myself. What does it mean? Uh, like, like I said, why I just said jump out from ding dong ding dong dong. Yeah. It's just if I say that, this means it it is still the same perception. 
Ah. It's easy to recognize and easy to predict. That's mostly sorry. Uh, that's actually the old scale, like how like how many notes before? That's people using dang ding dong ding. Uh, uh, like you said, like uh, pelog slendro. Uh, in in the, the the also in Bali, we, we know also about pelog slendro. Uh, they're like uh, five scale and they're on seven scale. Okay. Yeah. So in my instrument, I still using a seven scale, but uh, in in one set ensemble, the Malasaluka is using two different scale in one set. Okay, so, so, yeah. so this mean there <coughs> there are two scale in one set and seven and seven, but different uh, tuning. Yeah, different tuning and two share. This mean now become uh, ten tune, not seven. It they command together. But you split it into seven. Mm. That's gonna be. Two notes gonna be sharing two sharing, notes the yeah, same. Yeah, and ten not different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's funny because uh, me in Gaber modus operandi, yeah. even though we use the the somehow technological, yeah. we use the old scale while you use the old traditional yeah. instrument, but actually make the the advanced uh, scale. Yeah. Uh, the newest gamelan salukat is. Two different scales yeah. in one composition. Let in, me get yeah, it straight. Example, yeah. <laughs> two scales in one gamelan ensemble yeah. with two share notes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it become uh, ten notes that parallel. Yep. It's not yeah. serial. Yeah. So it's it's kind of morphing into different territory. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. And that's what you use in the uh, uh, genetic. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So can we talk about genetic? How you approach this gamelan? Because uh, other than other than most of gamelan yeah. record that we know, that yeah. first yeah. when I heard it, it's yeah. really give a lot of space. Yeah. It's really giving space. Yeah. Not like most of the uh, gamelan music that I I know and I still yeah. enjoy, but yeah. this one is fresh because yeah. there's a lot of space between the the sounds and the notes. Uh, yeah. What do you want to say about that things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to uh, tell you about the philosophy of that piece. Actually, my motivation to create this piece is, is come from uh, the idea, which is, uh, to me, my critique to the senior composer in Bali, like, too much idea, too much song. It's just always move, you know. And if I look back to the idea of the gamelan, which is in Bali, we have to call it ngumbang isap in the uh, same mm -hmm. instrument. For example, like ding, uh, first ding and the second ding, they have a different uh, uh, frequency, like long vibration and short vibration, or higher to bit and lower to bit. Is this the call and response uh, that the? We call it yeah. yeah. And when they hit together, they make a balance uh, vibration like bim. Oh. This is for me. It's like this is the the basic idea of the sound in the gamelan. So why we just back to that 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 thing, that idea, and, and make a more space. Because, you know, in Bali, the, uh, the music is, you know, it, it always played fast. And, and, and grande, and, and big, and, and big and loud, you know, uh, and, and, and become trend, like every year for the uh, uh, big festival in Pasar, people go there, like thousands of people, and just like, you know, egoism or, or, music. Or tourism it, also make things like this? Everything, like just everything in one place. So it's like a, 
oh it's a it's like a showbiz it's like oh see oh, us like it's, it's yeah, big. yeah it's yeah it's just, just the sound is the same you know it's just looking like at the from the first, uh, from the beginning till the end it just for me it just look like this song is at the same uh, and and that is my my critique i just create a music which is more space so people have time to think about the clear idea of the sound the kumbang is, kumbang isap. Kumbang isap, yeah because to me that is really important when we talk about a uh, 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 new music in gamelan so do you think now at least in the couple of years when when balinese tourism is so big mm-hmm. and it becomes it kind of create this this bubble of gamelan or make the trend of gamelan become louder faster bigger mm-hmm. but less complex and less challenging because it sounds kind of the same and you make this to counter the idea that one of the most important things in gamelan is kumbang ngembang isep am i say it right kumbang yeah. isep Yeah, ngembang isep which is the dialogue between two notes mm-hmm. but yeah uh, 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 the vibration Can I say it? It's the advanced dialogue. Is it like a new new way of dialogue? Because if we say kembang isap, yeah. we we go back to the back uh, yeah. to the to the past yeah. when when it's only pelok and slendro, which yeah. is uh, five and seven notes. But now you're using seven scales. Yeah. Oh, sorry, two of seven scales, mm. which is two scales sharing. So it's kind of like a old conversation with the new language. Yeah. Can we say that? You can say that. Yeah. Okay. Because so it's it, still gamelan. But it's still gamelan. I yeah. mean, the beauty of this album is like uh, it's there. It's it's the same instrument, which just tweaked into new form. But still, like the all the pieces is actually kind of traditional. Like the yeah. wood, the plate is still. Yeah. yeah. Just you add, you break down the scales. Yeah. You break down the material a bit yeah. just to adjusting. Yeah. When when you compose these things. Are you doing it alone, or you you have some partner to to talk about this, or like it's just like really really personal thoughts? I I did that alone by myself. Yeah, I just stay one, <laughs> one you know in the room, and I you know I compose it. So yeah, I did. So it's myself. really it's really interesting because it's it's kind of like a futuristic music that's made with the old instrument, but using the new language, but kind of using the old. Comment also there is a bit of ding dang to communicate right mm-hmm, yep and how how you see this when you like of course gamelan you need another people to play how how to explain to this younger mostly your player is a younger generation how mm-hmm. to how to persuade them this is like it's worth to try this new way of gamelan yeah. how to say to them well <laughs> you know to explain something new is not easy you know. To change the perspective of the people, it is hard. You know, like like you know. Especially like in Bali, like this is like yeah, really. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I I have to to make a, a a perception of the sound first. I just tell them, okay, you just help me, just play it because each person they have their own you know perspective about uh, uh, music. Uh, so here we play a new language, new system. What I mean, system system is you know before the composer just come to the group and they teach it with. Uh, same language, but today I can't do that the same way. And uh, you give them two seven scale, which is even more complex. More complex, <laughs> yeah. And also the problem is they cannot say dong 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 like you know, pronounce yeah. the, the the sound. Yeah. Right. And to me, that is something really new in Bali. 
And it's so interesting because for me, like uh, to to communicate, to communicate the sounds to people, especially the new sound or the new way to making sound, it's really difficult because I'm mostly work for myself. I just using my laptop, like to 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 to, and I have computer as my slave to do whatever. But you don't do that. I don't say slave, but your crew. <laughs> the result is this amazing album called Genetic. A proof that there is a future in gamelan. Uh, how do you see the future in gamelan now? I mean, of course you see it that you make this album, but is there any expectation that you have from from gamelan? Uh, what do you see in the future, and what your hope in the future for gamelan? Yeah. Um, well, it is hard to answer your question uh, because, to me, you know, is nobody can claim they can make a feature about music. Uh, as a composer, I think I just, you know, I try to follow my way, you know, what I want to do it, what I love, what I believe. I'm trying to making something new at least for myself. The picture is the feature. My hope is I can still find the musician to play my music. It's sometimes it's hard to do something different because I need people to play my music. Yeah. It cannot play just one person, but it's more than ten people. It's hard to do that. I just my hope is people still at least have a chance to play uh, gamelan, and I can still find find musician to play my music. But we know, I know personally that it's so hard for you to play here, right? <laughs> like most of your gig, most of yeah. your things yeah. was more appreciated outside your country. I think so. Yeah. So you consider as a rebel in this bubble of gamelan. So how do you think that? Why, like it is also happens to me in my project. Like why we we don't really have a chance in our home than than outside our home. Like most that we that like not most but. Almost everything mm -hmm. that we do yeah. actually more appreciated yeah. outside than our yeah. home. Uh, what what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, to me, I think this is nature. You know, you do something different, you do something new for the people. Of course, people need time to learn it. Uh, I'm composer, I have to struggle to produce my idea. You know, uh, uh, always need struggle. Yeah, and it's not easy easy road, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> so yeah, that's like that's the. Yeah. That's the. I'm gonna resume that it's a lonely and not easy life to be weird composer like Dewa Alit. <laughs> But it's worth. It's amazing album. So thank you Dewa Alit for this uh, conversation. How oh, you welcome, Kas and everybody for coming. So yeah. I'm so glad. This is like you know, the history of how Balinese music grew up. You know, gamelan, rock and electronic together talk about music. We try to build. Something new. Yeah, we always try yeah. to find a new language. So thank you very much, yeah. Black Kaji, uh, for inviting us. And hello, Singapore. Please send us the Kropo Ikanasen. Thank you. We're back, and now we're going into segment three, something that we call Houseworks, music from things at home. And uh, if that wasn't self-explanatory enough, um, we're gonna get Chiwai from the Observatory to tell us a bit more about this segment. Hi, I'm Chi Wai from the Observatory. We conceived of this segment during the period of the lockdown, uh, and we thought it was quite meaningful to invite various musicians and artists to contribute material that they can record easily at home. 
looking for pots and pans or maybe having a musical instrument that they can record during a, a very stressful period, giving them a, a way to, to channel their musical and creative energies. There are three pieces in this segment. The first piece by Lai Yu Tong, titled Paintbrush, Guitar and Renee Walking Around the House. Thank you. 
The next track will be something from Yan Jun from Beijing. It's a track called Rolling Box, and in his track description, he writes Rolling and Ikea Wheeled Box. So I think for this track, you can kind of expect the unexpected. And almost immediately after Box Rolling, it will be Virtual Horse by Rimberto Agozali, otherwise known as Obet, from the bands Zoo and Setabuhan. He will be using household items as sources of his percussive sounds.
now we've come to segment four, something that we call Making Audible. This will be a series of commissioned pieces um, involving text and music. The text, Achim, is written by Im Yu Yong, who is from Korea, and the reading is done in a sigil style by vocalist Park Min Hee. Sigil style is similar to a traditional vocal style gaguk. The musicians involved in this piece are Safran Johari, who is a Singaporean sound designer and music producer, and also one half of sound duo Nada, and Raga, who plays the Indian flute in both the North and Southern Indian classical styles.
listening to Black Cartel Radio. This has been episode one uh, in a series of four radio shows that we've planned for you. Join us in two weeks' time for episode two of Black Cartel Radio. In the meanwhile, you can also look out for updates from the social media platforms from The Observatory and Uchikaji on Facebook and Instagram. We will also be putting up a link where you can download the biographies of all the artists involved. Till next time, goodbye. <laughs>